Taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking day podcast. You one-stop shop for everything TV, meaning from related, along with any of the goddamn thing you want to talk about. Coming to you live, direct proof of concept studios. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Yo, you know what's up? This motherfucking COVID vaccine I just got yesterday. Uh, that shit is kicking my ass. Now, granted, I, I've been fortunate. Uh, I've heard a lot of other like very like uh, not necessarily horror stories. I don't want to scare anyone from getting the vaccine, but I've heard people have had tougher experiences with the second shot. Me, just a little bit of fatigue, a little bit of achiness, um, but this thing is still kicking my ass. Yeah. Um, how was your, yeah. did you got your second shot? How was yours? Yeah. Um, mine was weird. I got it and I was perfectly fine for like the first like 12 hours or so. And then all of a sudden, like, it was like a fucking wave hit me and I was just like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? It felt like, um, it felt like I was in bullet time, you know, in the matrix where it's just like, everything's just moving mad slow. Uh, and I guess maybe I was just moving slow. Um, but it felt like I just like worked out, you know, and I was like, I definitely didn't go to the gym that day. So, uh, and, um, and my head was pounding me. Um, and I just generally did not, I, f- I felt like I had, like I was sick, you know? Um, and then like, I think 12 hours after that, I took some like Tylenol or ibuprofen, one of the two. Um, and then like a few hours after that, I was like perfectly fine. Like I felt like I could go play a fucking pickup game. <laughs> like, like at the drop of a hat is, is when it flipped. It was like uh, switch on, switch off, you know, is uh, yeah. how it felt. It was really fucking weird. But, uh, but yeah, it only lasted about 24 hours. And then after that, I was perfectly, perfectly fine. Good. Yeah. I got mine yesterday morning. Uh, so by t- like, you know, obviously today, I was hoping it would somewhat wear off, uh, but I'm still a little bit achy. I'll be fine. I feel like based off of how I felt this morning and how I feel now, it's like, you know, I'm almost back to, to normal, yeah. uh, but still not like 100% yet. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, good one on you though, man. You're almost, you're almost out of, uh, out of jail, I guess, as, as they say, yeah. although I guess <laughs> you were really now for that. Until like some new shit gets announced, like we got to take like weekly vaccinations or some some weird apocalyptic shit like that. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking hope not, dude, uh, because people are already not like I think I said like only like 40 percent or some shit like that right now is, uh, are fully vaccinated. Um, yeah. You know, what's funny, too, about that is like so I've been talking with a few people who I um, who I know, like you know, friends, coworkers, blah, 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 who are like not at all about the vaccine. They're like, yo, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know what's in it. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I want to see the research. I want to see the data. And it's like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. Even if you saw the yeah, even if you saw the data, you're too stupid to interpret it anyway. <laughs> like, you don't know how to fucking read the graphs and yeah. and the fucking report. You don't you don't know what any of that scientific shit means, right? Yeah. And like, you know, I, I remember I was talking to a friend of mine, and so like, he's a you know, um, he's a guy who's more than comfortable experimenting with like different drugs and whatnot like molly and perks and uh lsd and, and mushrooms and all that shit right yeah. and he was like yeah i just don't trust what's in it and i'm like dude when you buy 
Percocets or Molly at the gas station from that dude you met on Facebook. Like, do you know what's in that? <laughs> but you're, you're <laughs> but you feel weird about like something like a vaccine that's been like lab tested by like hundreds and hundreds of scientists around the globe and approved by the CDC and FDA and all of these like and that ones ones that like hundreds of millions of people have taken at this point. Like, you don't mm-hmm. trust that, but you trust the Molly you bought at the gas station. Come on, fuck out of here. <sighs> Tell me a better lie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. I, 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 I don't, I don't understand. Like, um, if there's one thing this pandemic has really taught me, man, it's just that people don't, <clears throat> people don't really think too hard when, when they make, when they have oppositions and something like, right. Like, and, but it goes for everybody, everybody who, th- even me, you know, like, I, I, I think that sometimes I don't think incredibly hard about the shit that I'm saying and how it contradicts like other shit that I, that I might do, you know, but noticing how other people do it makes me that much more aware of doing it myself. Cause I don't want to sound as stupid as them. Um, so like <laughs> when, true. when people say, Oh, like, you know, I'm not getting the vaccine. I, I don't know what's in it. Um, or, you know, I don't, I don't know about the science behind it. And it's just like, bitch, like, all right. Um, you you get the fucking flu vaccine or okay even if you don't get the flu vaccine i'm sure you fucking take some sort of medicine you know or yeah. if you're worried about them putting some shit in your body okay well you fucking you eat table salt don't you you fucking you put it on your food right well there's shit in your table salt how the fuck do you know they're not putting shit in there there's shit in your tap water right they've that, yeah, that already like the, comes the, with the, shit <laughs> the walmart brand like nyquil or ibuprofen you take like do you really know what walmart is putting in that like no well, we don't you, we don't like, but, but that's just it. Walmart doesn't put shit in it because Walmart, like Walmart's just the people who sell it. Uh, we don't know where the fuck this shit actually comes. Like, I'm sure we could find out the answer if we really, really wanted to. Right. Um, but in truth, um, and I'm not saying that you should just take everything blindly. I guess what I am saying is that, okay, if you're saying I want to see the research, okay. The fucking research is out there in terms of, yeah, um, it's readily like, available. Yeah, like I, I actually, uh, when you go get your, at least the, this is what they did for me. I'm not, I actually didn't hear of anybody else getting this because uh, I got mine done in, uh, in Baltimore. But uh, they gave me like this like little like sheet that basically had like a listing of everything that was in it. Now it did have the caveat that this was not FDA approved um, because I, I think they had to fast track it, so they couldn't like get it through the approval process with the FDA. So I was like, well, that's a little concerning. But then Wait, I was like, like, like the fact sheet, right? Not necessarily like the drug. No, no, no. The drug itself. Uh, so the, <laughs> so the, so the, so the, um, so the, although I think that might have changed it now. Cause that was, that was like maybe like a month ago. Um, but, uh, but they didn't approve it through the FDA because like, I think the approval process or some shit like that through the FDA, it just takes a minute to, to get it through that process. And it wasn't like they could wait until <laughs> that process was finished before they can be like, all right, speed this up. But it came with like some sort of like assurance, like, okay, the FDA hasn't put their stamp of approval, but they've taken a look at it and they're like, okay, this is permissible uh, for now. But yeah. We need to stress test, you know, whatever the fuck. Anyways, I'm saying like, I'm saying that to say that they did have like some sort of like listing of all the shit that was in it or, you know, uh, uh, or as much information. At least they give you some information, right? right? Like exactly. when you go to the when you go to a baseball game, you order that hot dog from that like rinky dink vendor stand. You, you don't, don't know what the fuck is in that hot dog, it. and it's a hot dog yeah. too. So it's, it's so we one hundred percent don't know what's in it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, come on. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it it just, is funny how people pick and choose though. Like I love do. broccoli, 
hate cauliflower. And you're just like, what is this? I, I, maybe I can, maybe I can't rationalize it, uh, but people do pick and choose. Uh, it is just funny how like this particular thing, like the vaccine, it's been such uh, a topic of debate and, and I'm sorry, but like whenever I hear the other side speak like non-vaxxers, it's usually coming from either just a, a nonsensical point of view or an uninformed point of view. Yeah. Like, you know, I just wish someone would come to me and present me. Like if you just say, Hey, listen, I just personally don't want to take it. Right. That's fine. I can accept that because you're saying like, it's just not something I'm willing to do with my body, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the people who are like, Oh, I don't know what's in it. We haven't seen the scientists. They rushed it. They, they didn't cure the flu, but they can create the vaccine for this in a year. It's like, yo, it's very different just- things, but. But and, and it's not a cure either. It's a vaccine. Same thing as the yeah. fucking flu. Like what do you like? We don't have a cure for that either. But we do have a vaccine for the flu. Like I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, long story yeah. short, chlamydia killed Al Capone. <laughs> we figured that out, right? Or was it gonorrhea? You know, I think, I think Al Capone it, it died of gonorrhea. We figured yeah. that out. Like so, they you know think things do get better in time. Or, or like <laughs> polio, right? Like nobody fucking suffers oh, from fucking, fucking polio. polio anymore. Right. Like, I don't I don't I don't hear somebody talking about, hey, you know, this polio is really acting up. I got I got I got to go in real quick to get that checked out. What This might be a really insensitive topic of conversation. But what is the worst one? Worst like disease of all of those like pandemic those like what well, remember the plague like the black plague or whatever I say yeah. I asked you if you remember it like you were there yeah. <laughs> like I was like I was chilling like yeah that shit is like, wild yeah. that shit was wild that summer was crazy yeah. um, but, but nah man I think uh, you know the plague would have sucked that would have definitely sucked uh, remember like uh, the famine that when like the only thing that like it was like throughout like Europe or whatever the only thing that lasted was like potatoes. Uh, I've heard. Of I think it was it. like due to. It. I think it was like due to like uh, I forget what it was due to, but it was like some type of plague where it's like the only thing that lasted was potatoes, so people had to eat only potato shit for like three years until it like went away. Yeah, that would that, fucking suck. Isn't that like like why the Irish love uh, potatoes or some shit? I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything about history. But uh, yeah, either, uh, yeah, I don't give a shit about history either. No, no, I didn't say I didn't care about history. I just said I don't know shit about history. Very different. Uh, no, I don't care. <laughs> Well, you know, but anyway, let, 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 they do say if you're uh, if you don't learn from history, then you're you're due to uh, to to repeat it. So I can't go as far as saying I don't care about history. I just don't yeah, care. but like, does it has like when has history been like repeated? Well, right now, right? Like, um, so uh, a shout out to my man Dan. Um, but we were talking about kind of like this moment that we're in with all the craziness that's going on between racial tensions and uh, economic tensions, things like that. Um, he he brought up a good point. He's like. And he's an actual like studier of history. And he, he was like, yo, like everything that we're going through right now is eerily reminiscent of uh, when we went through reconstruction. Um, and, uh, and, and that kind of resonated with me in that, like, you know, uh, there's so many parallels from past things that we just inevitably end up just like repeating, but we act in the moment as if it's brand new. You know, it's like, it's like somebody coming out with a fucking movie that's like, you know, based off of a movie that came out three decades ago, but nobody really remembers that movie. So they came out like, yo, this is some new shit. But really, it's, it's yeah. not. It's just the same old shit. So I, I think historically there are similarities, but like I don't I wouldn't necessarily say history repeats itself because like what's happening with like all the racial tension going on in the world. Right. Whether it's you know Black Lives Matter here in the U.S. or the, uh, the conflict um, between like Israel and Palestine, I think calling it a conflict might be uh, somewhat of a disrespectful term. 
but you know, I just don't have a better word for it at the moment. Uh, it's not necessarily history repeating itself. It is history. It is a continuation, right? Um, there are ups and downs. Sometimes there's like high racial tension. Sometimes mm-hmm. we're able to live and it's like, oh, you know what? Like things haven't been terrible as of late, right? You know, we got Barack Obama's in office, like, okay, you know, things might be getting better, but then like, you know, the, uh, what happened to George Floyd? And then we realized like, oh shit, like not much has changed, right? It's always been here. It's, it's been pretty steady and consistent. Sometimes we just do our best to like try and move forward or try and be happy, but it's always been there. Um, whereas like, if it were to repeat itself, it would mean like, you know, it, it happens and then we start back at the beginning. I don't think we start back at the beginning. I think it's like, this thing has always been there. It's just a continuation of it. Sometimes we're just more aware of it than others. Well, I think at times we do start back from the beginning. Like, uh, so for instance, with like some of these like laws that they're trying to put in place, like uh, just take for instance, like abortion laws, right? They really are trying to rewind the clock <laughs> in terms of yeah. uh, where we're at uh, in terms of uh, like Roe v-, uh, v. Wade and, and all that shit. Uh, in fact, they're thinking like, oh shit, like, you know, since the Supreme Court looks like what it looks like now, they're thinking that might actually be up for, you know, for uh, not necessarily overturning, but uh, sort of um, uh, 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 repositioning sort of uh, how things are with, uh, you know, with that case um, and, and, and a lot of the things that were repercussions of that of that case. So uh, so I, I think you're right in, in a lot of ways, but I, I think I do think that there there. Yeah, you know, and and nothing repeats, right? Like we're not fucking talking about like a Christopher Nolan movie of like going yeah, back like in time, time, time <laughs> like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but I do think that there are very like we we look at a lot of different things and say, oh, this shit is like like oh, this is new to us. We can't believe that this shit is happening. But if you search far ba- uh, far enough back in history, you can find a lot of parallels between things that have happened, and a lot of times the reason why they happen. Or they seem to happen again or end up continuing and never really going away is because we didn't learn our lesson from the first time the shit happened, you know? Yeah, um, like, yeah. so for instance, like we, we talk about George Floyd, um, you know, uh, obviously in the, in the 90s, we could talk about any number of situations that were super reminiscent of George Floyd, right? You could talk about like Rodney King, right? That was a, that was huge uh, in, in, in the, uh, uh, I think it was early 90s. I don't know if it was mid 90s. Um, but, um, but didn't, didn't learn our lessons from that, right? Uh, didn't, you know, didn't uh, didn't didn't come out with any particular understanding of you know what's going on with the police and and them and uh, you know and, and how they treat uh, people in general, but obviously specifically black people. Um, and here we are, you know, one year after uh, you know uh, George George Floyd's murder, you know, still still dealing with the same shit uh, and and feeling like oh it's brand new or it's different. And it's not. It's the same shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's mostly because like not everyone is having the same experience. Like some people sure. look at the George Floyd thing like yeah that's that'll never happen to me. You know, obviously because like I'm a different like ethnicity or I live in a different area. Um, so to them, history is it's just like you know like okay that thing happened. My life goes on, um, which is why a lot of times we end up back in these situations because it happens to us a group of people. It doesn't happen to everybody. So the larger group of people, they're just like, yeah, whatever, like life goes on. And then like, we see those things happen again. Um, But you're right. You know, you're right about one thing. Like there are some points where history does repeat repeat itself. Fucking cicadas are back. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Ben Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back. And and, and you know what? I I think those two things happened around the same time. Because the first time they got, the first time they got together 
was like 17 years ago, which isn't the cicadas like every four, every 17 years or something like that. Yeah, it's every 17 years for cicadas, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, Jenny from the block, you know, and then now cicadas are back on the block. It's eerily coincidental. You know, I think they might be the catalyst for some of these, uh, for some of these like global events. Yeah. You know, what's another event, dude, uh, is uh, we can jump into this week, um, uh, this week, next week. Um, but uh, this fucking AMC stock, man, this shit, uh, you know, talk about fucking history repeating itself. Uh, this shit is is back, but not really back. Um, you know, I don't know if you've been keeping your eye on this. I know you once upon a time delved into some uh, some some AMC stock, uh, but uh, they're trying to do with the AMC stock what they what they did with uh, GameStop, which is basically yeah. like um, like. Uh, and again, I might not be understanding this as it's supposed to be understood, but this is just my you know idiot <laughs> take on it. Uh, is uh, you know a bunch of people who are just like, yo, let's just run and buy this shit real quick, um, jack that shit up, and just hold on to it. Um, and even if it does you know dip down, we're still gonna hold on to that shit. Um, and, and hopefully recoup, you know, or, or make some big gains on it since it's set at such a low price. Uh, but, but yeah, this, this AMC sh- uh, stock shit, it seems like it's, it's, uh, it's on the up and comings or maybe it's on a downswing. I don't know. I depend on which ar- article you read. Listen, great for the CEO of AMC. You know why? Uh, because uh, definitely in some hot water for a while, right? Like this, the, the nature of the business, a lot of uh, movie theater chains close, but then Reddit, uh, I believe it's called like Reddit Stock Watchers or something like that. Like the group that uh, was behind GameStop, GameStop and Doge Dogecoin and um, some of these other. Uh, what was the other one? Wasn't it like a? There was GameStop. There was Doge. Um, obviously, like Bitcoin. Know, yeah, there was another you're, one that happened. You're, you're way more versed in that shit than I. Yeah, am. I think it was like Oscar Mayer Wiener stocks or something like that. I, I don't know, but like, so what they do is they eventually like rally. Uh, consumer confidence around the stock right which drives up stock price which can stabilize stock price um and a lot of times they do it in a way that's like against the market right so when a lot of these like big companies are betting like oh you know or a lot of like you know very like rich or wealthy investors are betting that like oh we're gonna see this stock rise um these like reddit groups or these smaller subgroups of investors will say no we're gonna bet again um we're gonna not necessarily fuck you over, but we're going to actually uh, uh, elevate this stock instead so that like uh, smaller, you know, stock owners, people who are, don't have like millions, millions of dollars in disposable income can see like a huge increase in their stock value instead of like these like billionaire investors, right? Yeah. Again, GameStop being one of those. Uh, so, I mean, I think it's dope, but like, you know, who wins in this situation? I mean, obviously the AMC CEO, he's going to profit from it. I think he liquidated his like stock ownership as the stock started to rise drastically from yes. like six to 7% of the company to like 0.02%. So he was like, yo, I'm cashing out now. Yikes. Uh, he might've given up too early. Uh, <laughs> maybe, if, yeah. but you, you sell when it's like, on the rise somewhat at the peak of right it's hard to sell like when it's at its peak because from there it's only like downturn um, yeah so but you i can, mean the, the peak doesn't seem like so it rose to like you know i don't know i don't know what the actual prices are but like so for instance today it's at like 16 something or, or like 19 something uh is what it is right now 
And it's just like, uh, I don't know if that's where I want to like cash out at, especially if I'm the fucking CEO of the company. <laughs> like if I'm not even, Listen, I'm, I'm still getting my salary. Okay. <laughs> but like if I, no, I'm, if I'm I saying, sell, you're, you're working against yourself though. Right. Like if you sell, then people are going to look at that as an indication of, Oh, this shit is down the shitter. So we yeah. might as well just, so you're causing, it's like, yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy then. Right. <laughs> Oh, no, listen, listen, in the press conference, I'm saying I just want to make more shares available to, um, uh, you know, new investors <laughs> or interested in owning a part of this great company. That's Fair it. enough. Fair but enough. I sold at 13. And then, you know, if the peak gets to like 16 or 17, I could have made a little bit extra, but I also did make $300 million and I still get my CEO salary, my bonus. So, you know. Not Fair bad. Uh, the people working around you look at you a little differently. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm, you I'm sell fucking, out. I'm, I'm spitting your coffee. The next month. You <laughs> sell out. Can I come over to your new house? <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a personal loan? Yeah. <laughs> Interest free. Um, all right. So look, uh, of other shit coming out this week, man, um, or other shit going on this week, uh, more specifically in the uh, film and TV world, we got Masters of None season three or Master of None season three dropping uh, this particular week. I think it dropped on maybe Monday, Sunday, somewhere in there. I don't know. Um, uh, a Quiet uh, Place 2 comes out in theaters on uh, the 28th along with uh, Cruella, uh, which is actually, uh, they're putting out on Disney TV Plus, but as premiere content, um, which I, I, I feel like this is the model that's going forward. If, you know, we got past the hype of everything that happened with Mulan, but I really do think that they should really go after this model of like, look, if you want to go back to the theater to, 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 to see it, great. If you want to stay at home and pay like 20 bucks to see it, great. You do you, boo. Um, uh, this is what I really think that they should go after. But of course, you know, you have people who are like, no, keep everything in theaters always because I just I love the magic of sitting in the theater and laughing with other people. Shut up. I get it. Movie, movie Watching movies in a theater is magical. But sometimes I just want to sit in my fucking boxers and fucking scratch my balls as I fucking watch, the, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat, right? Like, I don't fucking want to go out to the fucking theater to see that. Although I guess Mortal Kombat might be one of those movies. In ordinary times, I think I might have gone to the theater to see that. Yeah, Although I probably would have went hard, to the theaters to see that. It's hard to reason parting with like 15 bucks for fucking Mortal Kombat with as trash as it was. It's hard to, it's hard to reason. Uh, like, if... You know, if we were in normal times, right, and I could have gone to the theater theater to see Mortal Kombat, and if I would have paid fifteen dollars for it, would I have been upset? Not really. I, th- I think it was decent you, enough for it. But, but you know, what I would have gotten like, what I paid for. You know what I would have gotten what like, I paid for. You know what it feels like to have it on demand, though. So it's just like I'd want to go back and see that movie in theater. Like, and this is what my model has been for years now, which is I don't go to the theaters unless it's a big ticket blockbuster film that has shit ton of action in it otherwise why am i sitting in the theater watching it like the days of like sitting in the theater watching like a fucking uh like the hangover or some shit i'm sorry that might be done (laughs) because i just can't i i can't do it (laughs) there's no reason uh because it's just like why am i seeing this on a fucking imax in an imax theater i don't not yeah i'm not gonna go to the movie theater to see the sex in the city feature (laughs) film it's not big enough you know i mean i know mr big recently got casted um (laughs) but it's not big enough okay i'm not gonna go do that 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 may have sound questionable what i just said there but anyway it's not a very question (laughs) (laughs) we'll promptly move on as if you You guys get it 
um, but uh, but yeah, and I know that there's a lot of people who, are, who might be a little mad at that, but that's just been my philosophy for years, man. I think ever since like the maybe the mid uh, 2010s, I've had this philosophy of just like, I just don't, I don't get like, I, and you, you know why I think that is because I don't want to go to a movie, spend like 15, $20 to sit down and then be like, at least with a big action movie, I can be like, okay, I at least got to hear the explosions and like take, take, um, make use of like this humongous screen so I can see all this action happening and just like be amazed by it. Right. Seeing Fast and Furious in a theater is way different than seeing Fast and Furious at home. Right. Like the only enjoyable thing are, is this stupid, uh, fucking action sequences in it. That's the only enjoyable thing at this point in Fast and Furious. Right. Seeing that at home. It's kind of just like, uh, why am I watching this? This, this feels very useless. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Watching fucking, um, watching The Notebook in theaters seems equally as preposterous to me because it's like, why? Oh, my God. Why am I doing can, this? <laughs> can you think back to a time when people did that? Now, granted, The Notebook was a great movie. I watched it several times. Uh, definitely cried once or twice. Um, but really, like with the notebook, ima- I, I really didn't think it was that great as, uh, as, as, as everybody was making it out to me. When he painted the house white with the blue shutters, oh I God. lost it, bro. I swear to God. Wow. Fucking lost it. Um, but anyway. Soft <laughs> ass nigga. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, like for me at this point, it's going to have to be like the big mindless action films or like Marvel stuff to go back to the theaters. I'm not going to go see uh, um, uh, what was that road rage movie with a uh, fucking with mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. Th- wasn't it called? <laughs> was it, wasn't it called? I'm like that. Uh, yeah. No, I, it was called like, a, it, it wasn't Road Rage. It was Unhinged. Unhinged. Yeah. No, unhinged, no, no. yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, yeah. that is an action movie. Uh, so. Did I tell you I watched half of it? No, I, I didn't. Did you just stop? Yeah. Just like, yeah, this is useless. Yes. Pro- <laughs> yeah. So, so, so one night, uh, you know, me and me and my lady were watching, uh, uh, we're looking for a movie and I'm like, yeah, hey, let's watch this like unhinged movie. It's supposed to be like Russell Crowe and he's, you know, popular actors. Well, this is supposed to be a big movie. Um, we get through like maybe 35 minutes of it and we're like, yo, let's turn this shit off <laughs> right now. And you know what we watched instead? Uh, like Finding like, Nemo. What'd you watch? Not like one of those like home buying shows in the Caribbean <laughs> where it's like couples like, oh, we I'm an accountant and she's an attorney and we're moving from New Jersey to like this St. Martin's and we're like, we're like, yeah, this shit is way better than that. Russell Crowe pops up. Yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you cut me off? Like, wait a minute. What the fuck? I thought we were done with this. <laughs> do you live here, Russell? He's like, yeah, I actually do own a house here on the island as well. It's a beautiful island. Like, Thanks. Your last movie did suck though. He's like, I know. Tax free. Uh, we live, we live very tax free. Um, okay. Uh, so we we jumped through this week, next week. Um, look, let's let's get into uh, let's get into this real quick, dude. Um, okay. Uh, Army of the Dead. Let's just let's just let's just roll through this because I don't want to I don't want to spend more time on this than we have to. Uh, what was your overall impressions of Army with the Dead or Army of the Dead? Really? So last week I ordered a pizza. <laughs> 
this is this is going to be a great story. This is going to be a great story. I'm 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 now riveted. Uh, yeah, listen, whenever you start a story way fucking left, uh, as long as the person you're dealing with is as good as I am, it's always going to come back and make perfect sense. And, mm. So anyway, last week I ordered a pizza, right? Now, it was from this pizza spot in Philadelphia that had been super fucking hyped, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, at the end of the day, it's just a pizza. There's only so many different ways you can make it. Fresh ingredients here, organic shit there, vegan shit. Maybe I, you have I'm like... like I might have to disagree. Maybe you have like homemade pasta sauce, right? Like, you know, there's really only so many ways, right? Like it's either. Uh, I, we, I have to disagree with you, dude. Uh, look, how for so? one, with, with, with like popular chains, right? Like with like, um, you know, the, the chain ones, look, there's a difference between like Papa John's and like fucking like Domino's, right? Like there's a difference. There's a difference between the sauce. Yeah, between but the we're texture. not even talking about those guys. No, 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 I, but, I, but I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is, is between like the popular chains, right? Like there's difference. Like I noticed the difference between those and then two, uh, going to like your specialty pizza places, right? Bruh, like you can have some trash pizza or you can have some, yo, this joint is yeah. fire. Like it was so, pizza. So let's just focus on, let's focus on the specialty ones, right? Forget Domino's, Papa John's, Pizza Hut, right? The yeah. specialty ones where it's like, they, you know, may say, oh, we make our own sauce here. We make our own dough every morning. We have fresh ingredients every day, right? So for those places, all things the same, there's only so many different ways that you can make a pizza. Um, or so I thought. And now this place is one particular place in Philly. Uh, I forget the fucking name of it. It'll come to me. But anyway, so like you get there, um, they tell you to call, but they never pick up their phone. Right. You, when you get there, you can't go into the pizza shop. You have to call from outside, which takes like 20 minutes to get somebody on the phone to place your order. Uh, it, it's, it was a fucking nightmare, which turned me off to the whole experience. I'm like, you know what? I've done this shit before. I've had pizza before. This is not going to be like, this is not going to be any, any different. Long story short, I get this pizza box, right? It's the heaviest pizza box I've ever felt in my life, which I knew was a holy shit. I don't know what is in here, but this is going to be fire. There's a lot of ingredients in this bitch. Yeah. We get home. Somehow the pizza got hotter <laughs> as we, <laughs> I swear, the pizza got hotter as we drove home. So like when I got the pizza box, it was like, you know, it was, it was hot, fresh pizza out, out, out of the brick oven. We, we get back to the house. It's, it's steaming hot now. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, what the fuck is going on here? It, it, I take a bite of the pizza. It fucked me up. This pizza was so good. So how does this relate to this film, right? We've seen zombie movies before. I've seen The Walking Dead. I love The Walking Dead. How much different could Army of the Dead be? And isn't this like, isn't there another movie called Army of the Dead, right? Like an old uh, one? Yeah. Um, and, and, and isn't that with the guy here, like the chainsaw shotgun or something like that? No, no, no. You're thinking of something different. That's, um, uh, it's going to come to me here in a sec. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something similar, something right? Yeah. So yeah. when I went into watching Army of the Dead, I'm like, all right, you know, I love the cast, Dave Bautista, um, Omari Hardwick, uh, you know, a few other familiar faces. This is a zombie movie, you know, in Vegas, you know, the glitz, the glamour is going to be like fun and theatrical. Um, but I didn't expect this movie to be, uh, you know, I, I thought I would get a lot of action, bang, bang, shoot him up, a lot of killing zombies, blah, blah, blah. I didn't expect this movie to have the the touch of substance that it did right not much not much don't get me wrong just the touch of sub substance that it did <laughs> somewhat of a storyline and it was actually a little bit more charming than what you know, of a story somewhat of a story it doesn't mean much it's a zombie movie somewhat of a storyline yeah. right and it, it so it didn't I, I didn't expect everything that i got from it 
But what I got from it was a really good zombie movie with a different take on it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Um, that was a long way to go to just say I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I also wanted to tell you about <laughs> that pizza. Christ. Yo, what, what is story time with you? Like, Jesus Christ. That's a story that lasts like precisely eight hours. <laughs> okay. The princess went to the castle. The princess got lost. And then she ate some pizza from this place. I can't remember the name. It's just, oh, this is a never ending story. long stories. They never go to get bed to sleep. faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so look, uh, I'll say this. Um, because it was Zack Snyder, I was like, all right, let me let me pay a little little more attention than I would usually a movie like this, uh, just because you know I've heard some things about Zack Snyder and the things that he tries to put into movies. This movie is a weird fucking movie, dude. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't I don't know where to place it. It was to me, it was neither here nor there. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but at the same time, it wasn't even even approaching the best thing I've ever seen. Um, uh. It was just a weird fucking movie. Uh, from everything from like the cinematography to um, to this to the story itself, um, weird. Uh, like the way that they shot it was weird, and and the you know it's even made even weirder given the fact that Chris D'Elia was supposed to be in the movie. Uh, so uh, Tignataro, the like the the, uh, the the person who uh, is like the helicopter person. Um, that was that, that was, was supposed to be Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia, yeah. Yo, the best thing about the movie is that they did a fantastic job scrubbing him from the movie, which is I, I thought that they just reshot everything. But in truth, yeah. it was it was all CGI shit. It wasn't the, I, to my knowledge, there wasn't a or and they might have done a scene or two where they recreated stuff. Maybe when it was just her in the scene. But um, they basically just mapped over him, which is a, is amazing. There was only one particular scene where I was like, nah, this looks mad suspect. Um, but aside from that and it was like it was like a wide group shot and i was like hey whatever like it's forgivable knowing that the rest of it was just shot um you know uh you know outside of you know they had a they had a reshoot shit with her and then yeah. map it over him which was like yeah. holy shit why why didn't fast one of the interesting things about that too uh yeah yeah i mean the fast and furious 7 is the uh, same thing they did with um uh you know the two paul brothers walker. of uh yeah. of paul walker uh but one of the interesting things about that is like uh dave batista and the uh, actress who plays the helicopter pilot yeah t- um, t- I, t- her Nataro, name. I believe t- I, I might be getting her last name wrong but i, I definitely have her first name because i, sure I watch it's, a couple- it's, t- yeah, yeah it's tig t- okay t- t- yeah. uh so yeah so the actress tig Nataro, who plays the helicopter pilot like so they've actually they still never met in person because they filmed yeah. um obviously everything separately and she did some stuff remotely um but the way they were able to put this film together like unless you knew the background about like what happened with chris uh, uh Dale, dalia whatever the fuck his name Delia. whatever delilah delia Delia. yeah um you would never really even be able to tell yeah you have to like yeah. really look for it which is incredible it's, it's it's the biggest compliment i can give the movies that they did a fantastic job with that like genuinely speaking but aside from that the cinematography for me was fucking weird they did this whole like it was almost like they shot it on a fucking iphone where they just used portrait mode the entire time um <laughs> um uh and um and yeah uh so uh, and and i i couldn't quite place why i i didn't like the movie because uh, I, I ended up just not really caring for the movie. Like It was neither here nor there. But if I had to pick one between liking it or not liking it, I would have to probably say I didn't like it. It's because I'm, I'm okay with this being like a mindless zombie movie, right? Completely fine with that. I know that's why we're here. I'm not under the impression that we're going to get some sort of master class in storytelling, right? 
But the things that they chose to like kind of just gloss over was just so stupid that it was just like, why? Why do this? Like, for instance, I want to I'm going to throw a couple things at you. You let me know how you feel about these things. OK. All right. The, the first thing is, why the fuck? This is maybe the most offensive thing in the entire movie. Why the fuck did they not help Chambers? The, uh, uh, oh, the, the, the first woman who died. I, I, it was so baffling to me watching it live that I had to like rewind and be like, did I fucking miss something? <laughs> like, yo, she, she fucking does the impossible and fucking somehow survives an entire fucking room of zombies after she's locked in there with them. And then she fucking does a fucking uh, Tomb Raider dive through a fucking window to, <laughs> to get away from them. And they're all standing in the same room, like five feet away from her all with guns and they're supposed to be zombie killers and they're just like she's dead and it's like bitch what (laughs) so i'll give you that i'll give you that i do think like they could have very much uh lit those zombies up and saved her um uh but i also at the same time think her like sacrifice was kind of like necessary because they would have been fucked if they had all those zombies, no, chasing they had them. they had grenades. They had fucking they had immune. This was because this was at like the beginning of their journey, so they still had all their shit with them. It's just unreasonable to me because watching it live, it wasn't as if I thought about this afterwards. Watching it live, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like because like there was at the time when they were like when they're like just leave her. There was like two zombies on her, and it was like, "Yo, just pat pat," and then yeah. you know tell her to kick you know kick it in high gear. Are we out of there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I got to admit, you know, like, I, I do think that they could have very, uh, I'm not going to say very easily, but they could have definitely saved her or at least attempted to save her. Maybe like, maybe kill her character off down the road. Um, so, sure, yeah. yeah. One one small, not necessarily plot hole. It was in a small that plot hole. Been, something that could have been done better. Shit was ginormous to me. That didn't make any sense. Okay. And then the other, if you were to call it a plot hole, the whole idea of them going for the heist makes precisely zero sense. It was completely pointless. Um, so what, what I mean by that is, all right, so the dude hires them to, to, go, uh, to go get the money, right? But really, he has alternative, ulterior motive. He, he's trying to get the head of this queen zombie, right? Um, they see the queen zombie within like the first 10 seconds of being in the place, right? Uh, and also, why didn't he just tell them that that's what they were there for? And if they're there, they can have the money if they want it. But he really just wants the head, right? Because then they could have gone about shit differently and developed a different plan where they wouldn't have to like sac- where like people wouldn't have to be sacrificed. Because the dude who was there on behalf of the company or whoever the fuck it was, um, or the guy—I go- don't know if the guy worked for the government or or if it was like an which is a private company. I don't know. But um, it was like, well, why didn't he just tell them that? Like, because he, he did like devious shit, like locked them in places. But it's like, well, why did he need to? Like, what was the, what was the point? It did, like, you so, know I mean? yeah. So it was my understanding that um, there were like a couple of different things here at play, right? So there was the guy who hired everybody, um, which is the guy who also played um, Scorpion and, um, yeah. Mortal Kombat. In, uh, Mortal Kombat. I believe his name is uh, Hi- Hiro Hiroyuka. Damn, it's right here. Hiroyuka Sonata. Or he played Bly Tanaka in the film, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the other guy, was his name um, Martin? Is that his name? 
Oh, I like in the actual. Uh, yeah, I in, believe it was. Yeah, yeah, in the movie. So it's Martin played by like yeah. Garrett uh, Dillahunt. So yeah. I think Bly Tanaka's character um, hired them to get the money, right? And his head of security, Martin, he had his own agenda where he wanted to get the head of the queen because he knew that it would be worth a lot of money on the black market for anyone who wanted to essentially create their own zombie army, right? Um, so they went in initially to get the money, and then halfway in. You know, the guy, uh, Martin, kind of like had his own side mission that they went on where he cut off the head of the queen and blah, blah, blah. That is my understanding of it. No, no, I'm saying you know, all of that is correct. All, all I'm saying is why didn't he just tell them about that? Because it wasn't as if it, it like or even just whether they told them at the beginning or whether he told them, told them during it. Like what opposition are they really going to have with that? You know, what I mean? like, what, yeah, like, I mean, are they going to be like, like what I, I, I didn't. It wasn't as if that was a deterrent for them. You, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't as if that conflicted with them getting the money. So there was no like conflict there. And so it's like, well, why be secret about it? it? It would actually benefit him to do so because I think he he didn't even go to like the helicopter, which is how he got deboed by the uh, fucking um, by the tiger zombie. Uh, uh, but uh, if he if he would have went to the helicopter instead with them, then he probably would have lived instead of getting his fucking face chewed off. Yeah. So so you're saying if he would have said, "Hey, listen, I'm just here for the head of the queen. Yeah. You guys can keep the money." Uh, let's all get what we want and get the fuck out of here. Um, I mean, sure. I, I think that would have been maybe like a better strategy for him. But I also think someone like him, he's like, you know what? I don't want any, um, you know, I don't want to leave any loose ends. I want to get what I want to get. Everybody else is going to die just so that like, you know, his boss, uh, but, you know, that's just, Tanaka but that's just it. would he did- never have known, you know, that that happened. Well, why, like, why, why would his boss care? Just bring me the fucking head of the zombie. I don't care if they survived or if they didn't. I'd like whether they live. No, see, so the thing is, I think Bly Tanaka actually wanted the money. He sent them in to get his one. Because remember, the government, the the government had reimbursed him, and he wanted that two hundred million or what was uh, would have been his one hundred and fifty million dollars that was in that vault. I don't think he knew about the other guy's plan to get the head of the queen. Oh, so no, he, no, 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 no. I think, I think from the, from the get and you can tell because he, the, the, like, that's the reason why he sent him in there. Like he was sent, the dude was sent with the mission of doing that. I don't, I think it's pretty heavily implied that Tanaka knew that like, Oh, you're going on this side mission because there, there was always something. No, I mean, that's, a, that's an insurance policy. Like if, if I'm sending some, a, pe- a group of people in there to get my $200 million, I'm also going to have one of my people accompany them to make sure that the, the thing that, you know, I hire this group of people to do gets done. I don't think he was in but on why the plan you, to get the why, head of the queen. Why would you? Okay. So if that was your plan, why would you only send one person when they could just turn around and just shoot that dude? Like, I, I can't. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't send the, the 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 fucking Lakers to go. You know, like there would be too many people, too many people to get in and out. The helicopter that was there on the roof can only carry so many people. So I think he can only send one of his guys. Right. So uh, again, so even if even if his his idea is like okay, so so say the dude's going rogue, right? Even for the dude's own self-preservation, why wouldn't you just kill two birds with one stone? Okay, let them get the money and my boss gets his money as, as well as I complete the mission for him and I'm taking his head back so that I can double up on my fortune. 
um, instead of just going it on my own. And his plan, I guess, was to like run out of the place with the, all the fucking zombies all over the place, like instead of the helicopter. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I do I'm think he, it's pretty I stupid. do think his plan was I do think his plan was flawed, and would, which is like I guess part of the story, right? Like you know, here, here's a situation where this character could have easily just let everybody know, like, hey, this is my plan. I'm here on my own mission. Um, you guys have your mission to carry out. Uh, our missions do not conflict with one another. We can all make it out of here alive. But he was like more of a snake type of person where he's like, you know what? I'm going to fuck you guys over. I'm going to get what I want. Um, and then you guys, you know, I'm going to tie up all loose ends. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think that I don't necessarily view that as like a, a sore thumb for the film. I think that it just kind of spoke to like that character's nature. Fair enough. Um, the other thing that I was puzzled at was, okay, it's what, like, there's something like 200 million in there, right? Yeah. Like in, in the vault. For one, how were they planning on getting that out on the fucking helicopter? Like, that seems like a lot of fucking weight to be carrying around, plus the fucking eight people that they were expecting to bring back, right? And then on top of that, how are they expecting to do that in 20 minutes? Like, I'm, I'm very, like, when we got to that part, it just got so weird as far as, like, the time goes because it's like, okay, we have 20 minutes because they sped up the nuclear bomb that's supposed to drop, right? Oh, not yeah. to mention the dude who, who, who took the head. Um, uh, he had precisely, like, 20 minutes to get out, but he was going to, like, run out. And it's like, I don't, <laughs> unless you're fucking Jesse Owens <laughs> or fucking Michael Johnson. I really don't feel like this is, <laughs> this is a, a rational plan, but, um, but they, they only had 20 minutes, but like the rest of the movie is like an hour long <laughs> and it just, I don't know, like just, I don't know. The suspension of disbelief is just like, it was astounding. Like nothing really after, after the point when they were down and by, by the vault, Nothing really just made any sense. Like, not that it made a whole lot of sense to begin with, but a lot of it just didn't. It just felt like we were just, just fucking freestyling at that at that moment in time. I will admit, yeah, that's true. Like, he was gonna just like run out of the uh, the quarantine zone with the head of the queen, and like like unless he had like the new Tesla Roadster, like there's no way he's gonna <laughs> there's no way he's gonna outrun the like um what the is it nuclear called nuclear like, device? Yeah, yeah. Um, how are they going to get $200 million in cash, which is a lot of cash is very heavy on this like old rinky dink helicopter. Why didn't they just fly in new helicopters instead of like come in through the ground? Um, you know, how the fuck did ghosts get out of the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the fucking vault, which was like buried underneath an entire casino that crumbled. And, and they got hit by a nuclear bomb. Like, I feel yeah. like he immediately is going to fucking start decomposing or some shit uh, as, as soon as he's yeah. like, there would have been it. a shit ton of nuclear fallout, like, yeah. you know, and debris. I don't think he would have been able to breathe. He would have fucked. He would have fucking died instantly. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, I, I, I don't know. It. I'm sorry. Man. No, I was gonna say he did somehow make it to BWI um, to catch a flight <laughs> well, before realizing that he got bit, which is kind of like just irresponsible. I mean, I, the number one thing I do is check myself you know make sure my dick is good you know make make sure i didn't get bit well get something well, to eat <laughs> again what was cons what was really confusing about that is that i feel like they established throughout the course of the movie that pretty much as soon as you get bit it's pretty much a wrap for you at that moment in time right like the dude the, at the very beginning of the movie when the dude got bit on the neck and then immediately like woke up like 10 seconds later and was like i'm a zombie now um 
And then throughout the course of the movie, they established this that as soon as you get bit, it's pretty much a wrap. Like it starts like whatever the venom is or whatever the fuck it was. It starts, right? He, how many hours was it? But it, like by the end of the movie, he still hadn't turned into a fucking zombie, even though he'd been. Yo, yeah, I think he was on a transatlantic flight <laughs> <laughs> to Dubai, which is at least 16 hours before. And, and like they were about to descend into Dubai airspace before he realized that he got bit. So, yeah, Ooh. I mean, kind of I mean, granted, yes, he's in great shape. So maybe that like maybe if you're not like you know, overweight or just like, you know, you eat a healthy amount of protein per day, <laughs> drink some pre-workout and maybe it like, you know, delays it a little bit, but still 14 hours later, I think, uh, I think it's about time. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, again, these inconsistencies in the movie just made it pretty much unbearable for me to watch from like a, I can at least have fun with this standpoint. It was just so stupid. But then the last thing that I'll say is, is like this whole idea of the alpha uh, zombie, right? This is not new. Like, why are we uh, pretending as if this is new? Is this, isn't this, is this not some I am legend shit? Like, <laughs> are we going to pretend like they didn't have an alpha zombie and I am legend? Like, n- albeit okay, not. Okay, I'll give not, you that. N- not to the degree that it was here in terms of like the alphas were like, are, are, were a pretty big factor in the movie here. But that was already done in fucking I am legend, you know, um, it, probably better if I, if I'm being perfectly fucking honest, cause this dude fucking had like a helmet on his shit. It was like, all right, well, if you're that smart, then I mean, I feel like you could organize this shit a little better than what the fuck you're doing. Um, but, uh, I don't know, dude. Uh, all in all, I don't know. I, I didn't really care for the movie. I just thought that the things that were bad about it were bad. So bad to the point where I couldn't even take it for the mindless zombie movie that it was supposed to be. It, it was truly stupid. Nah, fuck that. Movie. Listen, I really like this movie. I do. I think again, uh, he, he, I, I really like this lately. This, this trend of getting what I pay for, right? Uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Fuck a storyline. I just want to see Godzilla fight King Kong. I don't need Millie Bobby Brown. Minute limit her to seven minutes, right? And I got what I paid for. Uh, uh, super uh, the Justice League movie. I just want more action. Got it. Uh, this movie, Army of the Dead, I just want to see zombies get fucked up. A little bit of a storyline, some action explosions, more zombies getting fucked up. I got what I paid for. Uh, could I have gotten a little bit more? Sure, maybe a better storyline. Maybe a few things made a little bit more sense. Uh, but I don't think if you came in with like level expectations based off of what type of movie this is, I don't think you were undersold. I think you got what you paid for. I also no. love Dave Batista. He's 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 been on a fucking roll lately. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to you. Batista, his acting was good. I, I don't I don't think the direction was particularly great in this movie, but I think the acting specifically from Batista and um then honestly pretty much just Batista. The only other dude who I thought did a good <laughs> job, or person who I who, who I think did a good job was the uh like the safe uh hacker dude. I thought I thought he like some of his lines were stupid, but I thought he came he he at least came across like convincing in terms of his character. Um, yeah, I think his name time. is Matthias Schwager Schwageroff, and go. he played Dieter, the guy Dieter. Yeah. Uh, I also like the uh, uh, Lily, the uh, the coyote. Um, she's the actress uh, Nora yeah. Arn Arnez Arnezder. I think yeah. like she uh, she played her real well. I, I liked her. I was sad to see her see her go in the end. Yeah. 
Um, alas, what else? Uh, Army of the Dead. Uh, is this a remake? Not really. It's, it's its own kind of thing. From what I understand, the first Army of the Dead movie was just... It, it wasn't even remotely like resembling this. Uh, it wasn't even about zombies, really. I mean, I guess the, I guess depending on what your definition of zombies are, but it was just about your like fucking skeletons running around and shit. Um, but uh, but yeah, this was uh, it was missable, but uh, at least for me. Um, but they do have some a prequel, two prequels I think coming on Army of Thieves. Uh, supposed to be uh, dropping actually this year, which is weird um for, for uh, based off of like prequels to this movie that we just saw correct yeah really mm-hmm. mm, okay yeah they're just like yo we're gonna cash in on this hype like right now i, I drop them all at the so. same time yeah uh it's like somebody putting out like all their mixtapes at the same time even though you know they're yo, the carter one the carter <laughs> two three and four drop them all right now the drinks a side b side yeah. just like <laughs> drop it um so yeah that was uh that was our look at army of the dead uh let us know in the comment section what the fuck you think of army of the dead do you like it hate it indifferent let us know um okay we're gonna move on to our first uh trailer here that we're gonna take a look at well uh much hype around this movie uh eternals um it's it's about uh, the eternals is about as a saga uh, about a race of immortal beings uh, who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. This is directed by Chloe Zhao, uh, fresh off of her Oscar uh, film uh, *Nomadland*, um, and written by Zhao as well as um, Patrick um, Burley, I believe it is. That's how you pronounce his name. I'm not sure. Um, Ryan Furpo and Kaz uh, Furpo as well. Uh, starring Selma Hayek, Angelina Jolie, uh, Gemma Chan, uh, Kit Harrington. Hey, sh- shout out to my dude Snow. Shout out to my guy John Fucking Snow. You know what I'm gonna do? Uh, what we're gonna do, and this is completely aside. Um, we're going to. Uh, Addy hasn't watched um, Game of Thrones, so we are going to go any through, of it, like none of it, none, none of it. Um, and see, so we are going to go through episode by episode and do like a review of each episode, and it's going to be from the perspective of somebody who has watched the entire thing with somebody who hasn't watched the entire thing. Um, and that's going to be fun. You are more than welcome to join that conversation if you would like, but in any event, um, yeah, I'm not the, doing that shit. Fuck that. That's going to take three years. <laughs> it's not going to take that long. It's not going to take, <laughs> it, it, it might look, I binged it. Like, I, I binged it in like two months. I, I watched it back to back in two months. Yeah. And that's cause you could do like four or five episodes a day. Right. Yeah. But like, Watching it episode by episode and having conversation oh, like episode by episode. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. No, I think it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, the uh, Eternals is uh, due out uh, on November fifth, twenty twenty one. With all that being said, let's fucking take a look at uh, the Eternals. Beautiful. 
guided. We have helped them progress. And seen them accomplish wonders. Throughout the years, we have never interfered. Until Thank you for this. Oh, you're welcome. So now that Captain Rogers and Iron Man are both gone, who do you think's gonna lead the Avengers? I could lead them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was the Eternals. Thoughts? What are you thinking? So one thing I really liked about this trailer is how they gave you absolutely nothing uh, to to give you like any indication of what like the plot for this movie is. It's essentially like this family of eternal beings who um, have been living among um, civilizations on Earth and like helping guide them throughout the course of time. Uh, who's who's never interfered in like the you know earth happenings right uh they clearly make reference to the avengers so they were there on earth when thanos came and all of these like things on earth were happening um but they've never interfered obviously this movie is going to take place around um some uh events that are happening post thanos um that now they feel as though they must uh, uh take part and then interfere so it's going to be really interesting to uh, get more i think like maybe in like a second trailer we'll get a little bit more of uh, like the plot for this film uh, but this trailer for me it really just seemed like it was about like introducing this family of eternal beings which is uh um which i think like the cast for this looks phenomenal so i, I think this is done well you know introduce the cast first introduce like the, the this family and then in in a second trailer uh tell us a little bit more about the storyline yeah, I'm, I'm curious about this movie because it's going to be, I think, drastically different than what we're used to seeing from Marvel. We got WandaVision, right, which was um, a lot different than what we're used to from 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 Marvel, um, you know, to some degree. Uh, also, not really at all. Uh, the, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier it wasn't really that different from what we're used to. Um, it seems like Loki might, is going to be a little a, a bit of a departure from from what we're used to from Marvel. So I feel like they're trying. It, it, it's like when you've been in the game for fucking so long and you just you just keep hitting that like Steph Curry, right? You know, it's like all right, I, I can shoot a regular three, right? But why don't I just pull up from half court? Let's see if I make that. You know, make it hard for myself. You know, I feel like that's what Marvel's doing right now. It's just let's just experiment. You know. We usually don't miss anyway, so fuck it. Like, let's just do whatever the fuck it is we want to do. And I think that the fact that they've got Chloe out directing this is a key indication of what we might get with this because um, obviously we saw what she did with Nomadland um, and uh, she's clearly going to come from a different perspective than uh, what Marvel is used to coming from, you know? Um, and it's it's a different sensibility. Um I'm just curious how those two worlds are going to mash up and how it's going to be received by the the, the Marvel 
universe because if this is something that's more about you know potential like oscar you know uh season you know and in terms of like hey we're we're, we're kind of going for like an oscar type of movie here i don't know if that's going to necessarily be received well from from a marvel universe and i'm curious to see how that's going to turn out so um very very interesting um that trailer doesn't leave me too terribly excited about it you know um it was kind of just like you know it's kind of whatever but I'm just excited to see where all where where they where they're actually going with it. Uh, uh, trailer withstanding, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't think I really even need another trailer for this. I just uh, I just want to get November to get here and see what's what's being done with the with the movie. Um, Definitely true. Um, I'm sure they will come with a second trailer or like a teaser or something like that. Sure. Do sure. I need it? Nope. You know, this already seems like a, a really interesting story if you're familiar with like the Marvel. Um, uh, hierarchy of power and like where everybody lands. Um, the Eternals uh, individually are not necessarily like, uh, I mean, there are more powerful beings in the universe that are the Marvel Cinematic Universe than the Eternals as individuals. Um, mm. But as a collective, they are among the most powerful beings in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, kind of like up there with like the Living Tribunal and One Above All and, you know, Odin and the Celestial Beings and all those stuff that we were introduced to in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so they can definitely fuck some shit up if they well, choose to. One would probably say that they're probably here because of the, the repercussions of the snap, right? Uh, and what the, the Avengers did in terms of bringing back the, um, or, or going to go get their own Infinity Stones from, from the different times and, and, and kind of fucking shit up with timeline um so uh so yeah all the fallout from that and i'm sure all the fallout that's going to happen from dr strange 2 when does dr strange 2 come out i'm actually is that 2022 or is that this year um i believe it was this year dr strange multiverse of yes 2022 um yeah the, the lineup is weird man and i guess obviously the pandemic threw shit off but like getting WandaVision and then getting Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's just like, I don't know. Help me with the fucking timeline here, Marvel. Like, let me like do shit more. And then we're going to get Black Widow, which is we're going back now in time. Like, it's just like, yo, just start with some linear shit. So I don't have to think as hard about where the fuck we're at every time I, you know, turn on a movie. Um, but uh, in any event, uh, let us know what you guys think of the Eternals. Um, are you excited for it? Not excited for it? Don't give a shit. Give a whole lot of shit. Let us know. Um, yeah. Uh, so one of the things that I hope for, though, in this movie is um, so like in the comic books, uh, Thana, who's played by Angelina Jolie, as well as Thanos, our first cousins. Um, oh, so obviously, again, this um, this film follows the events of Endgame, where obviously Thanos comes to Earth, which has been inhabited by the uh, Eternals for quite some time. Um, and, and Thana, who's Thanos's first cousin, essentially takes a back seat and lets her cousin destroy half the universe. Uh, so I think that is going to be a catalyst, like why they are deciding to now um, act. So I, I just hope that like they bring in some of the things from the comic books into this movie. Um, and, and it looks like there's some like uh, inkling inclinations that they might. So uh, hmm. it was a pretty cool fun fact for anybody who isn't too familiar with the MCU universe. Interessante. Um, yeah. Let us know in the comment section below. Do you think that's, that shit's going to happen? maybe maybe not i don't know we shall see uh but alas we will press forward here uh with another trailer um so uh 
Let me make sure that gets up. There we go. Um, so we get a trailer. Uh, the trailer actually just dropped today for The Tomorrow War, um, uh, which is about a man uh, who's uh, drafted to fight in a future war where uh, the fate of humanity relies on his ability to confront his past. Uh, this is directed by Chris McKay, uh, written by Zach Dean, uh, starring, of course, Chris Pratt, uh, Yvonne uh, Storvitsky. Probably got that wrong. Um, J.K. Simmons, uh, as well as Edwin Hodge, among others. Uh, this is due out uh, July 2nd of this year on Amazon Prime. Um, with that being said, let's check out The Tomorrow War, starring Chris Pratt. Oh, whoops. Let me rewind and make sure this actually gets audio. Uh, oops. There we go. Okay. Okay, none of you are my child. Has anyone seen Muri? We are fighting a war 30 years in the future. Is this a joke? Our enemy is not human. We need you to fight. You got drafted. I will be back. Why is this happening? What about the teacher's deferment and the veteran's deferment? If I don't go, they're going to draft you in my place. But if something does happen to me, you and Mary will be taken care of. If something happens to you, Dan, 70% of draftees do not return. Sometimes a man does what's best for his family, not himself. Move your shirt, please. What's this for? It's just a test. Oh, a seatbelt. Was it a driving test? No? You don't have jokes in the future? Ah! This device facilitates your jump to and from the future war. One minute to jump. Oh, here, buddy. Take that. You just look around like that. How are you so calm? Long story. Yeah, ex-military? Yeah. Kind of a short story, I guess. Three, two, one. In 11 months' time, all human beings in the future will be wiped from the face of the Earth. Unless you help us. I was trying to save my daughter. If I got to save the world to save her, then I'm going to do it. This is the end. The human species will disappear from the face of the Earth. We are literally living on borrowed time. There's still a chance that we can stop this war from ever happening. So we gotta fight. Well, it's nice knowing you. This reminds me so much of uh, Edge of Tomorrow, the movie with Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, where they're not necessarily fighting a war in the future, but like they, he keeps like dying and returning back to like the uh, time in the past. And they're fighting these like futuristic beings there to kill life on Earth. Um, this is very, I, I, 
except for like traveling to the future this is like very similar to that yeah i was actually going to say that this reminds me of like a 90s arnold schwarzenegger or sylvester stallone type of of movie Uh, and i'm actually here for it uh i I don't think the movie's going to be particularly good at all it honestly didn't leave me encouraged by the trailer but um but it gave me those vibes of like um um what's the movie with arnold schwarzenegger where he's it's like i think it's called the sixth day or some shit like that um yeah yeah uh uh and then um of course you know the the one of the best movies i think of all time even though it's it's not a great movie but it's still one of the best is uh demolition man from uh uh starring uh um sylvester stallone um so that's what this kind of reminds me of a little bit um it gave me those type of vibes where it's like ah the plot's a little loose but you know fuck it if we're not here for some crazy ass action and uh and a and an over-the-top story uh, about somebody traveling through time or some shit like that um yeah i i don't really have much more to say about it than that it, it looks like you're kind of standard fare um now what's yeah. interesting about the movie what's really interesting about the movie is that it, it cost 200 million dollars that's a lot of money on a, a film that doesn't seem widely original you know, yeah. um, well, I, I mean, I, I guess for that matter, they, you know, spent a ton of movie on the Marvel movies and they're not terribly original either. Yeah. Who fucking, well, I mean, the Marvel movies aren't necessarily, they don't have to be original. They just have to follow the comic books. Uh, they just have to be done well. Right. No, what, what I'm saying um, is like the, the, like the plot ideas and shit like that. They're not terribly fucking original. Like, you know, yeah, uh, uh, I, I don't think yeah, I, I don't think anything that Marvel's putting out is like, oh my god, this is like truly groundbreaking in terms of you know they're going out of the you know like look at Wandavision, right? I mean, anyways, we're getting away from yeah. Uh, anyway, I, this movie looked uh, okay. It's on Amazon Prime. I don't have to go to the theaters to see it. I can just on demand the shit. Um, if I can watch it from my couch, will I watch it? Yeah, sure. Um, if, it, if there's like any other fucking special fee that I gotta pay, probably not. To watch yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy again or something like that. I like Chris <laughs> Pratt, but not that much. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Uh, and hold on, before we jump off of this, I just want to make sure that I actually got that right because I read that in an article from uh, an article that from a story that we're going to talk about in here in a sec. But uh, I just want to confirm that that's fucking true. What? That it had a two hundred million dollar budget. If so, that's insane. Oh, wait. Oh, it didn't have a budget of $200 million. Amazon reportedly paid $200 million for distribution rights, which is somehow crazier. Yeah. So the movie didn't cost that, but they paid that. What? Yeah. Uh, Who made that deal? (laughs) Who the fuck made that deal? Well, okay. 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 And we're going to talk about this here in a sec, right? But if there's if there is a company that can just spend fucking two hundred million dollars on a movie that I'm I don't know if that many people are going to watch, uh, it's Amazon. You know? Okay, yeah, sure, uh, and, and that leads us into our next story. I'll, I'll let you take this off since yeah. uh, since you're already there. So look, uh, Amazon. Um, well, let's start here. Let's start here. Um, so you know, in, in we're we're right now in the the throes of the streaming wars, right? That the, this began maybe a few years, a couple of years back. 
um, when uh, it was announced that, okay, Disney's going to have a, a, a streaming service. HBO's going to have a streaming service. Um, uh, who the fuck? Uh, 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 Apple's going to have a streaming service. Uh, so everybody's hunkering down, doing all these things. And then ever since then, um, we've been seeing odd like mergers and acquisitions and everybody's sort of going like everything's kind of condensing you know uh, and it's because of this whole streaming situation um one of the one of the bigger studios that was always on like the skids was mgm um and you know they, back in the day they were huge mgm was huge stars out the ass it just but it what what they never adapted <laughs> is MGM just kind of just stayed in whatever the, the model was 50, 60 years ago. They just stayed in that same model. And so that forced them into a situation where they just kind of had to keep going from one, um, one owner to the next. Um, now, why does that matter in the streaming wars? It matters to the streaming wars because the streaming wars at the end of the day is simply about content both old and new, right? That whoever has the content um, is going to be, uh, is going to reign supreme, right? Which is why Netflix had such a head start with everybody because they realized, oh shit, we need to start creating our own content instead of having everybody else's shit, right? Um, and uh, we're already in everybody's house because you know we're already on their fucking TVs and shit, right? We get this Amazon deal with MGM where they are buying MGM for about 8.4 uh uh 8.4 million a uh, billion dollars I'm sorry million what the fuck am I talking about 8.45 8. 8. we we can't forget billion. that other that five uh, uh, yeah we can't forget that cuz that's a, that's a big 5 still that is been, that is a big 5 um and so and so they they purchase MGM for for 8. 5, uh 8.45 billion dollars um so look i'll, I'll just read direct from um uh, an article from the, the verge here um so amazon's reached uh, a deal to acquire the film and tv company mgm for about 8.4 uh 45 billion i don't know why i say 8.45 8.45 billion dollars uh the company's announced uh today it's a significant acquisition for the e-commerce giant and it means it will own a library of content that's reported uh to consist of around 40 films and 17,000 hours of t uh of tv the acquisition is likely to help amazon attract even more big uh spending prime subscribers as it's amazon uh or as its prime video service completes competes with the likes of Netflix and Disney Plus. Um, so the next question, of course, is okay, well, what the fuck are they getting in the deal, right? Like what what is like what what is Amazon or uh, MGM actually going to provide, right? Um uh, turns out quite quite a bit, quite a bit of shit is under the uh the 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 housing of MGM. Um so weirdly enough, uh they actually had to sell like their catalog. Uh, I think everything pre-1986 uh they sold. Um not maybe not everything, uh, but a majority of their films that they 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 have pre-1986, they they already sold that years back because they were already in trouble, right? I think they you know sold to different buyers like eight um Warner, Sony, all, different people have different things, right? Um but um the the movies that Amazon is going to have like the the properties or the rights to Rocky, the original Rocky, RoboCop, the Pink uh, Panther, um, Silence of the Lambs, um, and of course the 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 granddaddy of them all, Bond. 
Um, yeah. Uh, and of course, Legally Blonde, Moonstruck, Basic Instinct, The Thomas Crown Affair, and of course, Tomb Raider. Um, I don't know why I say, of course, like that should have been standard knowledge. It's not. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, not, so, not to mention their, their TV content, right? Uh, they have some huge TV shows under their umbrella. Um, like just to name these two, which is highlighted in the article, The Voice, uh, which is a massive show right now, as well as Shark Tank. Um, I'm not sure if they're filming a new episode of Shark Tank, but it's still a phenomenal show. Um, something like in content, uh, the hands handmaid's tale is one of them content like that. will keep people there, not just for film, but for TV as well. Uh, so like, this is a huge acquisition. Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And I, and I'm actually really fucking curious what they're going to do with handmaid's tale because technically handmaid's tale is under Hulu right now, right? Hulu is, uh, uh, Hulu broadcast uh, Handmaid's Tale. So one would think that you're not just going to let them chill with fucking uh, Handmaid's Tale with all these fucking eyeballs watching some shit that's connected to, to Disney, right? Fuck no. Bringing that shit right to us, right? So I'm really fucking curious what they do with that um, because that's, that's a popular true. series right now, you know? Um, they're in the middle of their fourth season. They're, they've already been approved for a fifth season. The fuck happens with Handmaid's Tale? Um, so yeah. I, I thought that was really curious. But even more curious... 007, which is like the chief like property, that's the chief IP that is like the big one for them. They actually aren't going to own the rights to it outright, um, that they're only going to own about 50% of it. And it's because the other 50% is owned by Barbara, and I shit you not, Broccoli, uh, and her brother, Michael Wilson. Uh, the siblings uh, also have ironclad creative control, deciding when to make a new Bond film and who should play uh, the title role and whether remakes and t- uh, television spinoffs get made. Uh, and they've, they've already exercised the ability to block that in the past. Um, and so um, are these like the kids of the, uh, like the author of the original books or something like that? Dude, I, I couldn't get past Barbara. Her name is Bar- uh, broccoli. And I couldn't get past that. I was just like, this is stupid. You fucking own 50% of bond and your last name is broccoli. Change that shit immediately. You need something more regal. All right, you don't fucking own Bond and fucking your last name's Broccoli. What kind of shit is this? Like they, they should have like they should they should have Rose like oh, I, I froze on you. Uh, never mind, never mind. You're, you're back. back, you're back. All right. Um you can't have a last name with Broccoli and own Bond. What kind of what kind of bullshit is that? Right? Like they, they should make that like a, a pre like uh uh before you finish signing the documents, they're like, oh, also we need you to change your last name to something that's fucking um <laughs> appropriate for owning bond, right? Here are the list of names that we have already pre-approved. Um but any uh, any other vegetable. Yeah. Any other vegetable, just <laughs> yeah. Not broccoli. Lame ass broccoli. Um yeah. <laughs> uh, uh not even not even uh because because broccoli is like man made, right? Like you gotta go with something like that's yeah. fucking something organic. organic. It's gotta be real. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> um so uh so yeah, so so I thought that was really interesting, right? Now w- w- the other thing that I found really interesting is is that like look. What is this? What does this mean for the streaming wars, right? Like, what what does this mean for the future of the wars? What I think that this is is the inevitable nature of what's happening. Um, and I'm, that might sound broad, but I'll make it more specific here. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, if you don't already have a streaming service, it's too late. It's too late. Don't don't bother. Don't don't be paramount. Okay, please don't be paramount and think. We're going to start the Paramount streaming network and think that that's going to be 
even remotely good. All right, it's not. It's going to be trash. Nobody's going to nobody's going to watch that. Like if MGM wanted to start a streaming service now, nobody would fucking yeah, watch. Yeah, most shit. people already have like four streaming services, yeah. and they only use one of the four ninety uh, percent yeah. of the time. So Paramount, like, there's no point. You may as well just have like bought into one of the other ones. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. It's already too saturated. Uh, we're talking about a very, 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 very saturated market right now, right? So anybody who, any, 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 any organization or any film production company who's thinking about starting, like if A24 decided we want to start a garbage, don't, don't do it. I, I love you, A24, don't do it. So what does that mean? If you want to get your shit seen, what you're going to have to do is partner up with a fucking existing streaming service, right? That would be the smart play. Um, so look at what Sony just did with um, uh, with Netflix, right? I think it's both Netflix and who else did they partner with? They partnered with like somebody else. I think I think it might have been Disney. I, I can't remember. Um, but uh, but it was it was Netflix where they say, uh, okay, you you have uh, the 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 window for showing. Our content, you know, you, we, we give you rights to that or whatever the fuck the deal was, right? So yeah. I think you're, you're going to see a lot more of that. And this is just one of those, you know, s- scenarios, right? So if you look around the landscape to studios, if you're a studio who is not currently tied to any sort of streaming services, it's only a matter of time before you do, because that's um, that's how you're going to, that, that's the, that's the wave. That's the future of, of, uh, uh, of watching content. Um, especially if it's not in theaters, right? Uh, if, if the, the days of just leaving shit, um, just out there, like of buying DVDs or buying Blu-rays, whatever the fuck it is, or even just buying them, um, through, uh, through like, uh, VOD, uh, that's kind of just, that's passe. Um, that, that's, that's, that's like five years ago. That's like 10 years ago, you know? Um, yeah. what you want to do is be on a streaming service where you can continually, you know, if I want to watch your shit at any time, boom, I, I can do that. Um, and, uh, and so I think that this is not the first and will certainly not be the last that we see a partnership. I think the big one that everybody's looking at right now is Sony where they did sort of a part, uh, partial partnership with Netflix, but it wasn't a full throated, Hey, you know, uh, you guys are buying our, 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 our uh, Sony Pictures uh, division. Um, and, but I think that that's eventually going to either that or Sony's going to have to come out with some content uh, with a, a streaming service of its own. Again, not yeah. a great idea. Which, yeah, which it may, be, it may cost too much and uh, be like too slow in order to get that up and running to where you have enough, uh, you know, active users and members to have the thing be profitable. You may as well just like, partner with somebody else or license out your content. Um, but, but let's be real. I think the next big ones that like people are going to be checking for to see like who they partner with uh, or sign a distribution de- deal with is uh, G-Unit Films and then Masterpiece No Limit <laughs> Production Studios. Um, you know, we got to see where like which, whichever streaming service gets like the Players Club, you know, or th- that's they they win. They're, 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 they're the king of the hill. Wait, hold on. That, that might already be snatched up on Players Club. Really? Uh, let's see. If uh, any, if it's anywhere, it's on Amazon. Uh, uh, the first thing I'm seeing here is Tubi, which is not encouraging. But uh, really, mm. yeah. Uh, who distributed? Distributed. I hate. I hate when I say shit wrong like that. Uh, Ghetto Bird Productions. Okay. Cube Vision Productions. <laughs> uh, distributed by New Line Cinema, which is an offshoot. If I'm not mistaken, of MGM, 
Or was it? Mm. Damn. Uh, I told business. you. Oh no, I'm sorry. That that's Warner. That's that's Warner. It's Warner. Okay. Yeah. So so theoretically, we should be able to find this on HBO Max, but of course, HBO Max is trash. So yeah, they're probably doing some fuck shit. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, crazy deal from Amazon. So you know one of the things I learned recently. Uh, so I was wondering, like, I was like, do are is MGM Studios. Um, is that like the same ownership, same company or conglomerate as like MGM Resorts and MGM Casinos? And they are actually entirely separate entities. Yeah, um, I, th- I think maybe once upon a time they might have been there might have been a commingling there. But uh, but yeah, I think that that they're definitely separate things altogether. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, out of if I'm MGM Studios, I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all just going to be MGM, too. <laughs> we can't both be MGM. Fuck, like change your name. <laughs> Remember, remember when that? Uh, remember a couple years ago when that rapper came out and his name, his rap name was Twenty Two Savage. Remember that whole thing? Or, yeah, or, or like the game, um, both with the rapper, the game, and the game Triple H, and how Triple H, who calls himself the game, sued. Uh, oh uh, yeah, I remember that. The sued the rapper, the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so you would think MGM would be on their ship. They're like, eh, we're out in Vegas just doing our thing. It's, it's all good. <laughs> but no, no, like they're they're MGM. We're MGM. <laughs> different, <laughs> different thing. Very all different. Yeah, very, yeah. We, very we, different. Thing. We emphasize our first M. They <laughs> emphasize their middle G. You see, the spacing between the M's are uh, is a little different. <laughs> and we use a different font. Our font is entirely different. Com- we use a Google thing. font. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so yeah man um so so i think what this means for the future of the streaming wars i don't think that this really puts um i don't think this really puts uh amazon in in like ahead of anybody i think this kind of just is not necessarily a lateral it's clearly like a positive for them but i don't foresee this being like oh my god this is a game changer outside of just having some ips now that they can fuck around with but i'm i'm gonna be honest with you a lot of those ips are a little worn out already right rocky you already have creed and shit um you know uh, which is cool but also that's kind of running its course too um if they decide to bring back rocky it's clearly either to be with sylvester sloan without sylvester sloan Either way, we're good. We don't need anything else there. Um, uh, uh, the only one, again, that I find interesting is Handmaid's Tale. But I think that what this does to the game overall, man, is it... I, I was looking for Amazon. I mean, not uh, Amazon. Uh, uh, Apple to do some shit like this. Because I feel like they could benefit for something, from something like this. Because nobody watches Am- uh, Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a- Apple has so much money, though. I think they can, they're like going to try and see, like, right, can we build our own thing first? No, but um, but that's it, just that's what I'm saying is is that th- that this this acquisition would have helped in in, in, that, in that scenario. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think uh, Apple is just going to buy like the NFL or the NBA or something like that, and like we're the only place you can come to for sports. And then it's like, okay, you know, that wouldn't be a bad look for them. Wouldn't be a bad look. I mean, they piss you know literally Apple everybody off. Apple does have enough money to buy uh, the NFL, like all 32 NFL teams. Isn't that insane? Is that true? I, that's scary. Yeah. Money, if, if that, if that's, that's true. true. That's scary. That's, that's true. That's, that's frightening amount of money. Uh, um, as, yeah. as, as Kanye said, no one man should have all that power, right? Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> <Tim> Cook. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So yeah, let us know what you think of the uh, the acquisition. What do you think it means for the uh, for the rest of the streaming wars? Will there ever be an end to the streaming wars? I think not. I think it will continue forever. And so, like, what, what's the alternative? Are we just going to have like fucking contacts that like allow us to watch movies through our contacts, which would still be streaming? So that's not really going to change. <laughs> I think we're just the streaming wars are it, man. I think that's just what we're going to be dealing with for the, with the for the rest of time. Yeah, you know um, what? I, I just want to be able to watch movies faster now. You know, like I wish it was just like some type of way I could just put on a headset and watch like a three hour movie in 30 minutes. No, no. They, so uh, Netflix actually was experimenting with some shit like that. But I, 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 I am vehemently against that because uh, it changes the experience of the movie. Like I, and, and like I'm not saying that it's like people do that with like audiobooks, right? Like people like speed the fucking audiobooks up and shit. But it just that's like a, you're watching a different movie in that case. To think of watching like all Honestly, I wish it would have been sped up as Army of the Dead. That movie was long as fuck for no apparent reason. Uh, too long. It was kind of long. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, let us know what you think in the comment section below. Okay, let's head to our last one. We're going to make this super quick. Um, but I wanted to have some fun with this. Dude, uh, I was on Twitter and I saw that this was trending. Uh, I think Barstool uh, Sports for some reason or another. Um, hold on. Let me make sure I got this uh, right of where it was coming from. Um yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Bar- Barstool Sports asked the question, "What are three perfect movies?" And I was reading down the list of people's lists. Some of them were just like clear- clearly like they were trolling. Some of them were real like fucking answers. So I wanted to ex- like dive in- into it with us in terms of what were our uh, three favorite um, or, or three what we consider the three perfect movies. I-, I do think I should preface this with there is literally no such thing as the perfect movie because movies are subjective and uh we we all don't see that the same way right like one person's favorite movie might be another person's not favorite movie and you know what does even a perfect movie even fucking mean right in the first place yeah um but that doesn't that's we're not going to let that small factor like that stop us uh from um experimenting here um so uh so yeah but first before we jump into that though i wanted to uh explore um some of the other um some of the some of the um ones that other people said so i'm going to see if i can yeah i mean there there are lots of there are a lot of uh i'm seeing a bunch of different lists here there are a lot of like pretty good lists um yeah. And that was a question named five because most people gave like five. I think it was named three. So like there are a lot of people on here who need to like, you know, <laughs> go back to just basic counting. One, two, three is not five. Yeah, um, yeah they, they they definitely. Yeah, they definitely did that. Uh, like this dude here listed Interstellar, Goodfellas, Blow, Hurt Locker, Legend of the Fall, Last of the Mohicans, Lost Boys, Point Break. Like that's what are we doing here? That's yeah. a lot of fucking. Yeah. Uh, Godfather. Uh, this one person. Um, says The Godfather, The Godfather 2, and Joe Dirt. Clearly, you're trolling, at least with the last one. Um, although, I guess if Serge was, uh, was here, he probably would say The Godfather and Godfather 2 at minimum. Um, so this, this person says Coco, The Parent Trap, uh, The Sound of Music. I can't tell if that person's <laughs> trolling or not, but Coco is a great movie. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, perfect I, I see movie, one. Yeah. Yeah, I see one here. They gave five. It's uh, Avengers Infinity War, The Lion King, Dark Knight, The Empire Strikes Back, and Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Um, it's five. So it's like, uh, for me, they would have to narrow this down to like the three that they were asked for. 
Yeah. Um, but like if that three was the Dark Knight, uh, Lion King, and Infinity War, not a bad list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I found some of the ones on here very interesting. Like this person, uh, uh, this isn't what the one was I found interesting, but it was just like, come on, you're clearly you're trolling. Uh, Under Siege, Under Siege 2, and Rush Hour 2. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then had, the di- ha- had the fucking goals to say no particular order at the end. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, uh, I do see one here that's pretty good. Uh, this one list is like The Dark Knight, The Revenant, 310 to Yuma. There will be blood and the departed. I don't know if I necessarily agree with all of those, but like I'm going to give you my three off the yeah. top of my head pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, hit me up. No country for old men. The girl with the dragon tattoo and the dark knight. Wait, uh, say that one again. Uh, let's 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 go. Let's go. Do, you can't just be spitting shit out like that. Come on, you got to go okay. one by one. So number right. one on yeah. my list, I got to go with the dark knight. Okay. Uh, A lot of people had two. that. I, I don't know if I. Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but fair enough. Number two, I'd probably go with No Country for Old Men. Uh, number three would be The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Well, why No Country for Old Men? Curious. Uh, I mean, there's so many great things about that movie, like the uh, like the, the directing, the cinematography, uh, soundtrack, the um, just the artwork, uh, the photography, the costumes. Uh, I think there's so many great things about that movie. Not to mention just like a stellar, really interesting storyline yeah yeah that was it, it is a fantastic movie and i'm not even saying like look my i have my list but i, I i'm not i'm not mad at that at all but um but I, I saw a lot of people put that no country for old men and i'm always just curious of like the specific reasons why people put certain things in certain places um yeah because look if we're talking about the perfect film is different from our favorite film right like th- those are different things we're thinking about more technically based uh when you talk about the perfect film right that everything combined it just leads it was just like this is this is amazing look i am going to cheat here i want to do some honorable mentions uh eternal sunshine of the spotless mind and the fifth element I'll, I'll put those as my honorable mentions as look the the reason why i didn't put the fifth element is because it's such a it's such a weird movie that <laughs> um but it just has every little bit of the thing that i want it's got a little sci-fi in it it's got comedy in it it's got action in it. It's got drama in it. It's kind of just a little the bit of music in that movie. The music in that movie was like music phenomenal. was amazing. Um, and, uh, and costume it, design. Um, I can still hear the the theme in in my head right now. Um, uh, costume design. Uh, they they might have skimped on that a, a, a tad bit. Um, but they did some shit that was just like weird, you know, which I which I'm yeah. always kind of into, you know. Um, okay, look, my list goes five hundred days of summer. Um, I, I I I feel like this is the perfect romance movie um romantic movie romantic comedy whatever the fuck you want to say it um I, I don't i don't i've still yet to seen one that is better than it one that kind of rivaled it was eternal sunshine of the spotless mind but to me it's the perfect uh romantic movie um i have to say the matrix uh i just have to go with mm. the movies that i continuously fuck. just go back to watching and the yeah. matrix is one of those movies that I, I don't it does not matter how many times i watch this movie I will always just be like, I need to watch it. Like every few months, every like two or three months, I'm like, I got to watch the Matrix. Yeah, you know, you I mean? have to have a healthy dose of the Matrix. Yeah, you know, um, and and it, and it just from beginning to end, it's just a really great story that's told in a really interesting way and ends in a satisfying way. You know, yeah, um, and and obviously, you know, it it, it was incredible because they came out with like the bullet time shit and all that other stuff. Um, just an incredible movie, I think. The Matrix is, and then lastly, I, I I think that this is to me the perfect movie of all time. Goodfellas, I think 
it's it's hard for me to say like uh, look i could sit here for another 30 minutes and talk about why the goodfellas yeah. is just like the fucking perfect movie it's just it has everything you could want in a fucking movie you've got suspense you've got a little bit of mystery you've got um, you've, you've got great storytelling, great cinematography, uh, uh, great acting. The acting in it was fucking insane. Joe Pesci is a fucking masterclass in Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, not to mention Ray Liotta or, 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 um, uh, or, um, Robert De Niro. Um, you know, uh, it's just, it's an amazing fucking movie. Martin yeah. Scorsese, uh, as they say, he, he put his foot in that one. Um, yeah, it's I look. I I could talk forever about it, but I'm not. I'm not. No, going that's to. a great list. I'm not gonna lie. That is a stellar list. Um, and it's also just very difficult to put together like the three three perfect films. Just three, uh, yeah. b- because like offhand, your mind is gonna go to like certain places. Like my mind went in a certain direction, but then you you brought up the Matrix. You brought up Goodfellas. You brought up. Um, uh, well, I haven't seen Five Hundred Days of Summer, but like you know, I can't argue with those. Those are stellar films too. So, um, but either way, it, it's, this is one of those things where like conversations are started online. And it's really just interesting to see uh, people's responses, like, even the trolls. Uh, so, you know, yeah. I, I need, I need to get on Twitter to join some of these fun conversations. hundred percent. And uh, look, let us know in the comment section below. What do you guys think? Uh, what's your three perfect movies? Look, as much as I love the trolling, look, I really actually genuinely want to fucking know what people consider that to be the perfect movie. Now, it's what the fucking criteria for a perfect movie is subjective. Um, there, Very subjective. there really is no such thing as the perfect movie. But what is your idea of the perfect movie? Let us know in the comment section below. I genuinely am curious uh, to, to to know what the fuck that is. Um, in any event, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get the fuck out of here. All right, it's time. It's time that we go. Okay, we we, we got to go. We gave you uh, enough time today. Uh, with that being said, uh, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Um, as always, uh, if you watch through and through, we appreciate you, love you. But hit that like button, hit that hit that subscribe button, hit that share button. Uh, and um, uh, with that, uh, we'll uh, we'll get, go ahead and cue the music up, uh, and we will hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Fade the fuck out, ladies and gentlemen. See? Here. Oh my god, I fucked that up. I, I, was I gotta get a seat cushion. <laughs> you were? No, leave it in, leave it in. <laughs>